Hello and welcome to another installment of Casual Trekker. This is Scott. This is going to be my review of Season 4, Episode 9 of Star Trek Discovery called Rubicon. I must say that overall, the episode didn't have a lot going on per se, like plot-wise, but it did have a lot going on uh, character positioning-wise. You have Michael trying as hard as she possibly could to get Book to stop, even when he was firing phasers and throwing torpedoes and everything else. And she was all like, he's just giving us a warning shot. He's just doing this, really just making excuses that if it had been any other starship under any command of anybody else, literally anybody else, he would have been destroyed. So the fact that Michael Burnham and the Observer Non from Season 3 and Season 2 of Discovery have to go back and say, we did nothing, but we made it worse, <laughs> really, is uh, not something that that's going to be good, I don't think, in Episode 10. Because now that we've seen the sneak peek of episode, episode 10, spoilers, by the way, it now makes this episode... Episode 9 makes it more impactful because at the close of episode as episode 9, really, we find out that they have a week and they can just have them stand down, which is what they did. Booker and, uh, and Tarka were going to stand down for a week. Or so Book thought. And then Tarka transported the device into the DMA and destroyed it. Then you come to find out that what he needed, the power source, wasn't on his side of the galactic barrier. It was being powered by the other side, which made all of his intentions, all of his plans completely meaningless, which got to be a good kick in the gut. But then to close it out, member spoilers, we find out in episode 10, according to the trailer, that now it's worse. Instead of being a week that they got with the first DMA, now it's 12 hours, which means beforehand in episode 9, when they go back to the, back to the, back to the Federation, they could just say, oh, it's, it's, uh, we're, 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 we're equal. Nothing lost, nothing earned. Now 10C might know about us and might initiate first contact with us or vice versa. We could have that opening now. But now, according to the trailer, it's 12 hours. Which means that the Federation President, Vance, and anyone associated with this mission should be highly irritated with both Non and more so with Burnham. And it really makes Rubicon live up to its name. Where now, really, all these people can't be brought back because as you get further and further and further down the rabbit hole of this 12-hour situation... You remember when you had a week and the actions taken to make it to where you now have 12. So I suspect that, that, uh, that, um, there's going to be an I told you so coming from Vance to uh, Burnham in either episode 10 or episode 11. And then maybe not even in being in command. Maybe Burnham gets relieved of her command and Saru takes over, over, over the captaincy. For the, for the duration of the episode. 
and then that's why Rillick is going to do the diplomacy thing because of what happened in episode 9. I, it's hard to see that they would forgive that based off of the trailer of episode 10. See, without, without seeing the episode 10 trailer, it's like the game went bye-bye, now it's back. It's still the same, so nothing. There's there's nothing really bad being done in this. But now that we know that it's the 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 DMA is way more powerful than the initial one, makes it more dangerous. So through the actions of Book and Tarka and Burnham in association with Booker do, doing what she did in the Nebula, she is responsible just as much as Booker is. So. The, the further she keeps on on gravitating towards Booker and Tarka, not necessarily Tarka, but because Booker is aligned with him so much, that means that she obviously knows that she's also aligned that closely with Tarka also. So right about now, I bet everyone involved is really wishing that they would have taken him into custody in episode eight. When they were in the when they were in the when they were in the in the casino before any of this headache started because now it's way worse than than what it was a week or two weeks ago so episode nine had a lot of cool stuff in it you got to see saru and the bridge crew on a mission you got to see this really cool uh anti uh raiding technology where you connect your ship to the ship and then all of a sudden it gets started getting eaten alive and then you die or the ship blows up and it, it and you die, which I think is a really cool security feature. I think every ship, every ship should have it. And then you have Burnham almost getting to book. It seems like a little bit. The whole standing down thing for a week to let things kind of hash out, and then Tarka taking to the next level and shooting at, shooting at the Discovery. He's further down this rabbit hole than Booker is. But Booker gave him the capacity to do that. So really, it doesn't matter if Tarka did more to do damage than what Booker did. Booker gave him the ability to do the damage in the first place. And then Burnham was like, he just did a warning shot off our port bow, not realizing that Tarka is really has another agenda going on. I'm not sure what Burnham knows about Tarka, but based off the fact that they were, she, that he would get Booker to take him, and he would steal the uh, the prototype uh, spore drive, and then evade. I mean, that's a. I think that's treason. Pretty sure. And then fire on the discovery. So there's a lot to unpack on that. I mean, it's not like a little itty bitty thing. So there, there's a lot going into the next few episodes to see how they're going to deal with what Tarka did. Or maybe it's just going to be like when in Star Trek Picard where Agnes Gerardi killed Maddox. And it wasn't really uh, too big of a crime. You didn't really feel like she was being arrested or anything. You didn't, there was no, you're going to prison. It wasn't any of that. So I'm hoping they don't copy that because... Then everyone else in the Federation is going to go, well, if they can do all this crazy stuff and not be in trouble, then I should be able to do it too. Then they go out and do some equally more crazy stuff. So someone has to pay the piper here. 
Tarka's got to go down. Booker's got to go. But Booker has to has to go down unless they can work out some sort of thing. But I strongly suspect that uh, it's going to be a two for one rather than poor Booker was manipulated because his home planet was destroyed. Well, now we have 12 hours left. It's much more powerful. More things are going to be destroyed because of your carelessness. So because because Tarka and Booker were playing gods essentially because you you sure you can do you can do like a sure you can do a uh, you can figure out what's going to happen and then see what things are going to play out but you have no way of knowing for sure so destroying the DMA could have brought 10C to their their depths right then and there and how would they have battled them then they would have definitely known so I think that they were having this this idea that they were going to get the species to stop by destroying their mine, mine, mine equipment and they're going to go off into the sunset and say oh never mind we're going to go somewhere else now when that was never going to happen so even if the even if the episode the timeline stuff tr started out differently to where they destroyed the dma they could have had 10c on their doorstep nobody considered that they were like we're just going to blow it up and then we're going to go find them well it could have easily gone the other way. 10C should arrive right then, right then and there, and not even had a second DMA. So yes, they get a little bit of a of a second chance, but at the same time, now it's there's more jeopardy, there's more peril, there's more risk, all because Burnham didn't want to ignore this "I love Booker" thing and just take care of business. Non should have taken control of that ship way sooner than what she did because of the risk associated with it, as she said herself when she was talking to Michael Burnham. But because of her loyalty to my to Michael Burnham and her affinity for the crew, she wanted to give him a, a, to, 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 to give him a chance. But that kind of went south a little bit. So I think all three of them are going to get a dressing down. But that's a good thing because it allows conversation on what characters are doing and what their and what their insights are and what their driving forces are and what led them to do each thing per different episode to where you could argue person's motivations and how it falls into other people and it's not just some random thing that doesn't make any sense in and of the episode it wasn't like Tarka was not talking about doing this until this episode and you you knew what Tarka was going to do you knew he was getting pushed to the edge. Every single time that Burnham was trying to get to Booker, you could tell that Tarka was getting more and more anxious. You knew that Tarka wasn't being truthful to Booker. You knew that he suspected that that, 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 that was the case. So what, what we don't know is the part that's lacking. What is going to be the ramification of said action? And that action is probably going to be revealed by the close of Season 4. So... Right now, as it's presented, Non and uh, Burnham probably going to have a strong, strong uh, talking down to. And uh, probably, I would assume, Burnham is going to be re, uh, repositioned on a different ship somewhere, maybe, for a little bit. Or maybe even be demoted. I doubt they're going to do the whole demotion thing. But I suspect she's going to, like... Be transferred off Discovery for a little while to kind of separate herself from the situation. 
maybe that's what season five would be based around if she's not on the ship anymore she has to come to terms and we'll have more of that season three situation where it's just her and these other people and she's learning what it is to do right by the people around her rather than just book or herself so far season four she's been making a lot of good calls she's been doing stuff the right way she went to the casino to try to reason with him she tried to convince him and at the start of uh, nine she was like, I'm not compromised. I'm fine. fine. I'm going to be able to go do this thing. I'm going to be able to get him back. And then she did the exact opposite of that. I mean, he was he was shooting at her ship. He was ignoring her hails. He was like, at some point, you gotta you got to take care of business. So I think that she's going to learn her lesson from this and do something that she wouldn't otherwise do because of the last two episodes. And... How Book has challenged her as a girlfriend and a captain in the Federation, along with their history. So I think the next episode or two is going to be where Michael Burnham finally takes off the gloves and goes, Yes, I love him, but he's doing the wrong thing based off of this 12-hour timetable that wouldn't exist if he did what he did and what Tarka did. So now that we know that Tarka's motivation is is done, because he has he has to go to the Galactic Barrier to find power source, but how do you do that? Where who do you talk to? How do you find it? Where do you know to even look? So his plan is now quashed. And he's gonna feel like he's been defeated and has really no way to do anything. So he's not gonna be a threat a threat anymore. Now it's all gonna be all about 10C. I suspect. And I'm really excited to see what happens. When I was watching episode 9 at the, at, the, at the conclusion of it, and within a couple of days of watching it, I'm like, it really just felt like a filler episode, like you didn't need it. It wasn't going to, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't make the plot go ahead too much. I mean, there's little itty bitty bits, but it didn't really make it go forward. Like, you could skip episode 9 and call it good, but then episode 10 trailer comes out, and if you skip episode 9, you're like, why is there just 12 hours? What happened to being this long? Or how did it get so much bigger? So episode 9 is no longer filler. There's a lot of plot inside of it. And that now gets changed in episode 10. And not watching 9, you don't know that. Or you don't understand the reasoning behind it. So what, what looked like possibly just a filler, ep- a filler episode. That's not necessary to the plot line of the, of, the, of the season. Now became literally the Rubicon of season 4. So it'll be... It'll be fun to see how the Federation deals with Burnham and Booker and Non. It'll be curious to see how soon into the remaining, ep- ep- the remaining episodes that we run into 10C. It'll be curious if 10C makes contact with us or if we make contact with them first. And according to interviews with Michelle Paradise, it's going to be a species that was created specifically for Discovery, which is fine because it's outside of the Galactic Barrier. It can be a species that already existed throughout the course of all the, all the all the series to begin with. So while created for Discovery, it can have a history that predates Toss, or maybe it was maybe it was more powerful way back during the Big Bang. Who knows? I hope they have enough time to explore 10C. So we have we have like history. We get a little bit of a knowledge on them. So then when you debate 10C's motivations, like how you can debate. 
Burnham's struggles and what her decisions and Booker's and what motivates them and all these different aspects of all the different characters based off all the different events and moments inside the seasons from when they were introduced from one to four or just three to four or two to four in case of non. If you can't do that, then you lose a little something on the on this 10C species. So I want the reveal of the species. I want definitely want a biography. I don't I don't care if it's like if it's like uh, Star Trek Enterprise with Daniels and the little board thing and him talking about different points in time. That would be fine too. Just so we get the information on 10C. So that way when we talk about 10C, there's not a lot of questionable uncertainty when discussing the topic of 10C. So it'll it'll be fun to see what they do on uh, Thursday. If we're just going to get them going to 10C, which Discovery is fa famous for, building up the next episode, because they're going to go on the mission, Riddick's going to go, Vance is too happy about it, she's giving the powers to the vice, the vice president, Vance is like, we're in void, uh, Discovery might not come back, so maybe all of that is going to be like a goodbye thing, and he's going to talk to the, Saru's going to talk to the president of, Vul uh, of, uh, of former Vulcan, and then by the time we get to the close of that, that's what leads us in to the 10C stuff and the plot thickens and the next episodes after that is like a crazy wild movie. That could be entirely possible. It'd be good to get the goodbyes out, out of the way in one episode and then uh, like they did in uh, season two when they went ahead to the future. So going forward with very little episodes to give unless they're making it a twofer where it'll be a to be continued type thing with discovery already being renewed for a fifth season you could make season four and five be one long story arc especially if season five is going to be your last season hopefully not knock on wood but we do know we have other shows in development so who knows so if season four isn't the wrap-up, then season five could be part two of this. And that's, to my knowledge, hasn't really ever happened in Star Trek, where you got, you get well, back before, you know, DS9 and uh, TNG. But even then, they didn't have season-long arcs. You had 26 episodes, but each episode was a, was a, was a book of itself. It did not necessarily dovetail into the next one i mean there's many episodes of tng where it says for three weeks we've been docked here or we've been doing this for for uh for for four weeks so there's a lot of time jump in those things and there's lots of a lot of uh of of uh it's its own thing standalone so yeah 26 episodes but they're all standalone so you don't have one principal idea going forward so this will be the first time to my knowledge that the event in season four that starts it is a driving factor in season five which would be fun to get that so you don't wrap it up because we only have that many episodes left of season four not really enough to really flesh out 10c because what i would really enjoy is an episode just on the 10c side just to see their history like the whole episode 54 minutes Nothing but 10C. So we get to see everything. The beginning, their development, 
we get to see their their mentality, their their uh, their thinking. So that way, when we're watching Discovery, we know where 10C is coming down at when they're doing what they're doing. Because we already know that it's just mining equipment that is whooping our ass right now. And like I said before, I think, not sure if that was in my deleted season 9 uh, uh, podcast, but in case it is, um, season 4, episode 9 podcast, is that uh, it's not like Star Trek... Uh, to that 2009 when you have the mining ship this is way flipping different this is like i don't know when i look at it i think of of that thing in uh in the in the, in the original series that thing that was trying to swallow the enterprise do the, the doomsday machine or whatever it's called reminds me of that just way more advanced so that's what i want i want more information on 10c i want like really just get in there and just go oh okay i understand because just because they're doing a villainous act doesn't make them a villain as they said i believe in this episode they don't know they're doing harm they don't even know we exist but now thanks to tarka and book that's their only saving grace they might know about us now and might stop that is the only thing that takes tarka and booker from the only bad guys to maybe good guys section. Because nothing they've done so far since they've gotten that spore drive has been helping. As this 12-hour window now, now demands, they've escalated. So based off of what comes next, that will either A, make Rubicon uh, more meaningful... In the turning point of the season or it'll make it be less impactful because of whatever reason uh, whatever reason develops and then that doesn't partake too much to anything really and we'll know that as the season four progresses and as we learn more about 10c so all in all it was a, it was a good episode it wasn't bad by bad by any means I like that we were in space. I like that we were doing something. I like that we saw Saru in the crew trying to survive. Them almost dying. You get beamed to the bridge. An all-time favorite. And most all Star Treks get beamed, beamed, beamed to the bridge. I, I, I like the fact that Michael was giving him the benefit of the doubt. But now that time has passed. The book is closed. She convinced him, but it still happened. So learn lesson. You can't wait. So going forward, it's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be clever. They've got time to show us new things. And it looks like the next episode is either A, going to be a goodbye episode, or it's going to be a goodbye episode that leads right into going someplace and doing something. Because just a goodbye episode isn't necessarily something that matters too much to the plot. Like they tend to, so far, without the, like the, like the, like the casino, the, the, the casino episode, without the uh, last part of it where they were talking about what the mining equipment was that could have almost legitimately just not been considered you don't even need to do that he's already had the power source they were already on the ship and they went to the rogue planet and then she went to go beg him to stop and then all that stuff so you don't necessarily need the casino episode really that is the one that you could say is filler and not really essential to the plot until that last second 
when you find out that it's mining equipment, which changes the dynamics. And then the last part of Rubicon changes the dynamic even further. It makes it makes it makes the casino episode and the Rubicon episode more impactful and goes to really make the stakes rise up even if very minimal of the episode was uh was taking it into account it's just it did so episode 10 i think is where it's going to be a nail biter or it's going to be okay next week episode 11 here we go so we will see on thursday but about episode 9 it was good the trailer made it better so i'm happy that they released that information so it changes the uh it changes the conversation a little bit on what was happening because if the dma was exactly the same that would mean that nothing mattered they don't even know if they had first contact with tensi or not or if tensi even knows i mean it's they could just think like it's they're vacuuming and the cord comes undone it's just because the cord comes undone doesn't mean that someone's in my house it just means that i pull the cord too much and i gotta walk back and i gotta plug it in no one's no one's vacuuming their house and all of a sudden the cork comes out and I'm like, who's here? Oh my god, someone's in my house. Nobody does nobody does that. They just walk back over and plug it back, plug it back in. So there is no evidence yet that Tennessee actually is taking notice to the Federation. It's just they reinstated their DMA, which is no different than plugging your vacuum back into the wall. So it maybe gives the Federation, a little bit of a hope that that was first contact, maybe. So I would have liked a hail, like we're getting a hail, or we're getting some kind of sound, something that would have been a little bit more first contact to me. But it allows the Federation to think that they have made first contact, so they actually make first contact. And that's what she's now going to do, uh, President uh, President Rillick. And... One would assume Discovery. What book and Tarka's roles are going to be in this going forward is yet to be determined, I think. I mean, it'd be really hard for Vance and Rillick not to arrest them for war crimes and be in the brig or something. That's where I think they would end up at. But who knows? Maybe initiating first contact, speeding up to, up to 12 hours is worth it because of what happens in a future episode that we haven't seen yet that later on will make what they're doing less uh less 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 villainous but then it, when only you think about the episode by itself and not no other contributing factors you think of in the moment of episode nine as it was playing out it's different than your retrospect after new events transpire that then you can then dovetail into that event to see motivations or see what things happened as happy accidents and then where it goes from there. Well, that will conclude my review and my thoughts on episode nine of season four of Discovery Rubicon. Thanks for listening.